0: A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, <gasps> Boyd had jet lag. Oh! Hello, welcome to the Unmissables podcast. It's a special Tuesday five o'clock release, Kay. Yes. Because, um, as we all know, that's when the global embargo on reviews of Star Wars: Code on the Last Jedi uh, ends. Embargo begins. Embargo.
1: Hold on. just hold on. Let's the- just say. You are very jet-lagged, Boyd, so... Yeah, but well, I'm making sense so far. No, you are. I know. Thanks. I just wanted to cover that. This is the yeah. voice of Steph C. Your margot ends at five. That's the
0: voice of Kay Ribeiro. Hello. And uh, welcome, yeah, to this very special podcast. <laughs> well, especially in the fact that I saw Star Wars last night heavily jet-lagged. Yeah. Um, the first screening for critics in the UK. I'm going to review it. Obviously, our millions of listeners are waiting on Tentooks to know what I think. Of course And what are. you two think. You haven't even seen it.
1: I'm but so jealous, because as you know, questions. I love Star Wars, yeah. and I'm you very upset. I absolutely love Star Wars, so I'm very, very jealous. Well,
0: you should be. We're also looking at our usual glorious televisual treats. Yeah. We're getting close to Christmas, so there's lots of special things on TV, and mm-hmm. I think all three of these things that we're doing today are very special, aren't they? We're doing Agatha Christie's Crooked House, which is its kinda weird. It's a film. But it's mm. showing on Channel Five. It's premiering on Channel Five on Sunday. Odd choice.
1: Odd choice.
0: Yeah, on Sunday at nine o'clock. And um, it says in the press release, it says it's going to be in cinemas as well before Christmas. Mm. But I'm yeah, I wonder how many cinemas I'm are not really. So many sure.
1: things do you know that have gone from cinema to Channel Five? That I know. doesn't happen. It's odd, isn't it?
0: Anyway, we'll discuss that in full. Um, the League of Gentlemen are back.
1: Okay, I just need to quickly say I haven't watched The League of Gentlemen. Well, then. Okay, I tried to watch it. Leave the room. Several I thought you watched times. a small bit. No, I haven't watched any of it because I couldn't get it to play. Okay. I've watched the other two. It was driving me absolutely mad. So I'm I'm going to bow out for that one, I'm afraid.
0: It's a bow out. It's a bow out. Well, but I'm going to ask you questions. I'm glad you've got your um, lay your cards on the table. I've laid
1: my cards on the table.
0: Thank you. We are going to be talking about it. It's running on consecutive nights from Monday to Wednesday next week at 10 o'clock on the BBC Two.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And finally, and by no means least... Judy Dench. Actually, this title has changed about eight million times. I I've know. got written down, My Passion for Trees, but isn't it her secret woodland? It's
1: her secret woodland. <laughs> <laughs> it is her secret Which is,
0: woodland. Which is, I mean, it's pure Alan Partridge monkey tennis titling, isn't it's it?
1: Just, oh.
2: No, it's not. It's it's, what it is, is. No. it is, Kay. This okay. programme, when, when this
0: programme was first unveiled to the um, critical... Mass community, the TV critic community is what I'm trying to say. It was called Judy Dench on trees, which was quite funny. Hilarious. Then it was Judy Dench, my passion, passion for yeah. trees, which was slightly less funny. Then they went for Judy Dench, my secret woodland, or her <laughs> secret woodland, <laughs> oh, and that's the funniest of them all.
1: Yeah, I think it's Judy Dench, secret woodland. Okay. is it
0: Judy Dench colon secret, secret woodland? Law, my,
1: yeah, let's always be precise.
0: Anyway, it's on next Wednesday, December twentieth, at nine p.m. And oh my god,
2: what wow. a treat we've got yeah. in store!
0: But first of all, it's the uh, what the hell have you been watching, reading, doing section? Well, Steph, I tell you Answer what, me that.
1: I've been I've been out out a lot. Okay. Have you? Yeah, I have. You never leave the house. I know. So like, in the last five days, I've been out a lot, which is just. I, I mean, I'm very very tired. I didn't go to sleep till four last night. So on Saturday, I went to the live taping of the Strictly semi-finals. Did you? Yeah, I did. Like, live
0: taping like the show.
1: The recording. goes out live, doesn't it? Yeah, but yeah. then they, oh, record, okay. they have to oh, they do the, the, results. Results. Oh, right. yeah. the live transmission. Right. Kate, I didn't tell you. Craig, Craig David was there. He was the a cool guest. What? Yeah, I know. How furious are you? He was incredible. He came and did his bit first. Beyond furious. Took me, mum. She actually cried. She, she was so overwhelmed. She sat down and she went, "I'm so starstruck." Just she for being there. She couldn't believe Nothing it. Nothing happened. It and she is, was no, crying. It is a strictly. It's, Strictly dream come true. It's if you so love so strictly exciting, being in
2: the actual. Is
0: this um, the greatest thing you've ever achieved she, yeah. as, a, as a daughter? Do you think? Yeah, she yeah. was
1: pretty happy with it. <laughs> she marriage. was like, "This is my daughter." Yeah, yeah like she was really, really happy because she was. I'm so. And she was just smiling the whole way through. It was wonderful. But let me say, my God, Alexandra Burke is so incredible. Now, A-Log. up mm. till now, okay, up till now, I've been like. No, have been against her you well, believed all
0: the press all the stories from Dan Wharton and all that
1: no I believed it when she wore that coat with fur on which is actually oh. a bit of dog that's what I believe so that has to... actually happened dog so co- yeah exactly I was like no that's not good right but okay I'm going to put that aside because she says she didn't know so it's fine right. she didn't uh, know she was wearing a dog she didn't know she was wearing a husky okay. so I'm going to let that go I'm going to let that go she was so incredible unbelievable I just like she's, she totally deserves to win yeah 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 what about Debbie Oh, my God. Come on. Now we're talking deb Now, I've shot Debbie McGee. I mm. don't know if I shoot with her. and With a camera, not ball. a gun. Not with a gun. And <sighs> she was delightful. That woman, she's 59. She's a pro.
2: Yeah. My mum said Everyone to me, knows she's 59 because she mentions it every five seconds. I know, but
1: my mum was like, do you know what? She's the same age as me. And I was like, actually, hold on, my mum. You've just turned 60. I think she's <laughs> younger ooh. than you. I had to. <laughs> Keep her in her place. It's an
0: uh, It's an
1: ooh. It's an ooh. Debbie, what a figure! Oh my God, she looks incredible. She's so fast. She's just like, she's just like a little like leprechaun bouncing around the place. She's unbelievable. <laughs> she's a fantastic dancer. And the thing is, everyone's so in love. And I did see a few gossipy things, but I won't mention those because this—that that, this, is not what this podcast is about. But there is a lot going on. Strictly, let's mm. just say that it's very. Everyone's exciting. so in love with
0: each other. You
1: mean? Everyone's so in love with each other, and there's... There's love-ins, there's fallouts, there's lots of things did going you, on. Did
0: you speak, did you, did you like, collar a boat for a chat, or were you just sitting there watching?
1: No, I didn't. But my friend Melvin O'Doom was there, because oh, they had, like, Judge Rinder, so Kiss presenter, Kiss friend presents, of heat. Bower yeah, Radio's I mean, Melvin. He's my professional stalker. He follows me everywhere. He didn't work for this company until I did, right, I'm just saying right. that, putting it out there. So he was there, so they, you know, it was it was a good, it was mm. a very good night to go. Yeah. It was very exciting. Craig David, more importantly. Honestly, unbelievable.
0: So, and what else, where else have you been, what have you been doing?
1: Now, last night, oh, Last night, Christmas has officially started because last night I went to Mariah Carey at the O2, her Christmas show. What was it like? Everything you hoped for? I, everything I hoped for could not describe how incredible Mariah Carey is. She looks sensational. She's made everyone's dreams come true. When she, in the middle of the Christmas song, she sung Hero and people were so moved. Like there was mass hysteria. People were crying. It was so moving. How late was she? She was actually only 15 minutes late, and when I went to see mm. in the summer, she was like an hour late. Yeah, oh. I could sense she needed to get to bed. Yeah. She was wearing like this glittery nutcracker outfit. She brought her children <laughs> She's out. She wearing a glittery
0: nutcracker. She
1: finished, she, <laughs> wow. she finished with All I Want For Christmas Is You. We were just jigging about. It would be a bit annoying if she didn't
0: finish with a Christmas song, wouldn't
1: it? it all right. <laughs> Listen, jet lag. Get, she just, gave the crowd what they wanted. She really did. She's a crowd pleaser. So Christmas has officially started. Wow. And then I've also just started watching Black Mirror, which I know I'm very late to the party, but it is very good. Old
0: Black Mirror or new Black Mirror?
1: I started from the first... Black Mirror that's on Netflix yeah which has yeah. got Bryce series Dallas Howard three,
0: in yeah was 3 series 4 is dropping on December the 28th I'm looking at my watch like it's going to tell me my yeah. watch is just containing the current time yeah <laughs> um, 0- but it does drop on it drops on yeah. Netflix the new series six episodes on December 28th but they're all on the previous website that we special people have access to
1: oh and they? I cannot
0: wait yeah to have a look well
1: I've never I've just never been interested and I, I know this sounds really stupid but I think the name just put me off the title Black Why? Mirror I don't know this is
0: classic this is, could be a classic I do That
1: is a bit crazy. I think it's it's not descriptive of anything. I don't really understand it. And it sounds like it's going to be rubbish, but it's very good. Yeah. Oh, have you watched Black Mirror? Oh, no. This is like
0: the Ricky Whittle of titles. I
1: just, it is a thing. It just, it put me off. It's
0: a thing. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: actually. Okay. So what I've been watching, then you would have been put off this, but I know you've watched it because you recommended it to me. (gasps) The Tunnel.
1: No, that doesn't sound very interesting. Intriguing. Does it? Intriguing. You're like, what tunnel? Where? Who's in it? What's happening in the tunnel? That's an intriguing title but you don't wonder why the, the mirror's black. No, I just think black mirror, oh, they couldn't think of anything else. They've just put two words together that don't go together. That doesn't make <laughs> any sense.
0: Yeah, as John Guru's pointing out, you're looking at a black mirror right now with your iPhone, your off iPhone. It's so a black mirror, yeah. Oh, it's
1: is good, that good what
0: point. it means? Yeah. Well, no, but it's just saying it is a thing.
1: That's a screen.
0: Well, no, it, could, is that what... it could be a black mirror. Oh. It's reflecting you and it's black. And it's interesting, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is boy, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Okay, it all makes sense to me now. <laughs> the um,
0: tunnel. You've you've. Can yeah. Can so I, just I took a
1: recommendation
2: from yeah. Steph because as we we previewed the third series, I said
0: it was good as well. Oh, no, no, boys. No, wait,
2: wait, wait. <laughs> Let me speak. I've got the I've got the talking spoon. Um, you both said it. <laughs> you both said it was good. However, it was Steph who said actually you should. Anyone who hasn't watched it should go back to the first uh, series. Yeah, because yeah. while you said you could watch it yeah. isolated and it right. is still enjoyable, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> what you said, boy. You, you said you'd be fine. I said you wouldn't. And Steph said, <laughs> no, Steph said to actually to enjoy the characters fully and their relationship, you should go back to the first series. So I took her advice and oh my God, it is really, really good. If any POGs, people on the ground out there listening, haven't watched it, I urge you go back and watch it. It's on Skybox Ends.
0: We got a lot of thanks for our review of the tunnel, um, by the way, oh, two, did I don't we? know if you saw it. Yeah, I think a lot of them were sent to me, like um the casting director. Oh. Uh, um, thanked us for our review of, of the show and like one of the writers as well. Yeah, they, they were very grateful for it. Well, they the deserve saying, it. Yeah. It's an excellent yeah. show. I mean, it oh, an oh,
1: excellent it's fantastic. Did it did enhance your enjoyment oh of Oh my them? God, absolutely.
2: You f- Stephen, how are we saying a surname? Delane. Delane as Carl and Clements yeah, Posey as um, Elise. Now I have to say, when I told Steph yesterday, I mentioned <laughs> to her, I'd been watching The Tunnel because that's all I've been doing. And she went, "Oh, now, um, I don't want this to sound bad. Uh, don't take this the wrong way. But actually, you really remind me of Elise.
0: Who said that?
1: Stephanie, I did. Why
0: she, did your impersonation of Stephs made to sound like a seven year old?
1: Yeah, but that's oh, what everyone's impersonation of me oh, sounds like. Okay. When everyone does just an impersonation saying. of me, they always start going like this.
0: Oh, I actually thought you were doing <laughs> impression of one of your nieces, there well, I really did. I thought was well, your nieces watching the tunnel. <laughs> I mean, that's inappropriate. No, <laughs> no, it, was a, it was an impression no, of her dear
2: Squiland. friend Squiland, Squiland said that to me that I reminded her of. Don't you um, think she's like Elise?
1: Yeah. No, no, no. But she's like sarcastic. <laughs> do you mean visually or personality? Oh God, or I wish
0: visually? Do you wise? Wise. Pers- don't you think she's personality like exactly
1: like her? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I know what you mean. She's just like
1: she can be very can be yes. cutting. Yes. She can be like just very, like yeah. she's very straight down the line. Yeah. She's yeah. like, get things done. Yeah, I know what
0: you're saying, yeah. I think mean, it's know. a
2: compliment.
1: It is a I compliment. I mean, I think she's fabulous, so I take mm. it
0: as that. Yeah. So yeah,
2: anyway, but it's, it's really good. So um, I have been watching mainly that. Also, I didn't realise that Paul Reedy, who plays Kevin... From Motherlanders in the first series. Oh, yeah, He's yeah. a samurai guy. Yes. Which is so insane. If you that watch him in, yeah. I watched him in Motherland first, obviously this very like, you know, geeky put upon dad. And then to watch him as this crazy samurai guy I was like, What?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah good. So that's, really so, you, so that's ten episodes, so you're in the middle of the binge because it's on Sky Atlantic box sets, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so
1: I've watched the first series. And
0: they're showing it weekly. And you, oh, you're on the first series, so you've yes. got two more. Oh, yes, you've got oh, no, 20 you're so episodes lucky. But ago. also, you know what, Boy,
1: speaking no, of that, that it would really mess with your mind because Stephen Delaney's in Game of Thrones. Now, I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, but if at any point in your life you watch Game of Thrones, you'd be like, oh, this is really weird because he's in the tunnel and now he's in Game of Thrones. It's very weird. Well, like But when
0: actors are in more than one thing, you mean?
1: No, but when you're really invested in it... <laughs> Listen, jet Sorry. lag, right? <laughs> um, you know when you're really invested in <laughs> that oh, character, yeah, you, yeah. Oh, you almost oh, believe like, they're that person. Detective thingies like, arrived yeah. in Game of Thrones. Okay. What
2: is happening? This is really strange. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Or like the original example of Kevin from Motherland. That's, a Samurai. A,
0: yes. that's That's a good example.
2: Okay. Ooh, okay. Anyway, okay, can can I Hold un- on a minute. What's your beef? What's your beef? <laughs> I'm just
0: tired. You're tired? If yeah. anyone
2: has beef here, I think calling me Elise... It's I a, should be the compliment. one it's a compliment. That's a compliment anyway listen the other thing that I've been doing is I've been reading from cover to cover the Christmas double issue oh what you. a good oh. plug what a great plug for out something today out today Tuesday but available for two weeks um, it's something that Steph Boyd and I have poured our blood sweat and tears into it's sensational yeah. um, we've got our annual festive tradition of all the stars mm-hmm. recreating the iconic images of the year, including David Williams and Alan Carr as Trump and Melania. Oh. Um, we've got Chris Hughes from Love Island. I know neither of you watched that, but he was very good in Love Island, and he's. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah, and he's being Liam Payne, Tracy Liam from X Factor, yeah. as Taylor Swift, and then the EastEnders cast as um, Big Little Lies, as well as obviously the interview that I was telling you about, Robbie Williams.
0: You, which you 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 interviewed Rob, Robbie Williams yeah, yeah for exciting, his um, yeah. epic or, um, yeah, biography yeah um, that, I've read it it's, it's a fantastic interview okay oh, oh thanks
2: boy yeah. and also 14 day bumper TV oh, yeah. guy. let right.
0: me just crucially, say, hold on.
1: crucially yeah go crucially
0: on. On. double t- double week two weeks of television listenings yep. and highlights and a little preview of the new year's tv as well everything's in there mac mafia yeah
1: you can visit more.
0: very exciting new show and um, yeah, it's 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 extraordinarily exciting. What Bumper. you need to do
1: is get it, get your special Christmas TV watching pen, and just sort of circle <laughs> oh, all the things yes. you want. That's my favourite. That's, that's my favourite thing to do. Thing to do. I'm I'm pretending
0: I, it's the Radio Times. It's, it's better
1: than the Radio Times. times. Okay. Yeah, of course. it's of course. more fun. Okay, get it's your special. It's the Radio pen. Times
0: for millennials.
1: That's
2: exactly.
0: Yeah, what God, that's what I like, think of. That's
1: it. what should be our tagline. Yeah. yeah, the Radio Times for
0: millennials. Next year. To be fair,
2: millennials won't know what Radio Times is. No, they actually won't. Oh, harsh. No, they won't, Foyd.
0: Um, what have I been watching? Well, I was in New York, obviously.
1: You were in New York for a very special long, birthday. Very
0: special birthday Which weekend. Which birthday? 40. Rebooted. Rebooted, yeah, rebooted it was 40. 40. Rebooted to 40. Boy
1: texted
2: me in answer to my birthday message, you know I'm rebooting, I'm now 40. Yeah, yeah. Correct.
0: Thank you very much for your uh, messages. <laughs> right. Can messages. I just say, yeah.
1: I spent all morning thinking, right, I must text Boyd, I must text Boyd, I must text Boyd. And then I went to Strickland and I totally forgot. But it's all right because I'm going to make it up with an amazing present. Priorities. No, Priorities. I know. You, you're
0: dazzled by a book. I
1: was, I really That's was.
0: It's fine. Um, but the reason I'm especially... Um, uh, Kind of frazzled is because my flight was because of the snow at Heathrow. Yeah, snow, it snowed at JFK much more. The snow in New York was like oh. amazing. It was brilliant. Yeah, I love snow in New York. Everything they can like handle Christmas. the snow. Yeah, there. they can handle it. They know what they're doing. Mm. My flight was delayed four four and a half hours because of the snow in Heathrow. So and my, it was a night flight. So it didn't take off till 1.30 in the morning, oh. which is a weird time to fly. Let me just say that. And then I arrived back in this country at about, like, lunchtime. And then I had the Star Wars screening at 6 o'clock. So we had to, like... So a bit? it was the Star Wars screening in a state of...
1: This is such first-world problems, isn't it? First-world problems. Oh, I mean, so many complaints. I was on my flight back from New York for my birthday, and then I couldn't make it to the Star Wars screening. Before I
0: launched my Star Wars review... Oh, what I thought, we were told you yeah, get text messages saying your flight's been delayed four hours, kind of fuck lucky like, yeah, I hadn't got to the airport yet, so I was like in New York but i said goodbye to my friends there. Oh
1: literally. how oh and how and we were like, What
0: you know, what we're gonna do? So I went to see Woody Allen's Wonder Wheel, the new <gasps> I thought, wow, I checked the times and there was just a little window. So I ran to the meant local to be. cinema. Yeah, the brilliant Angelica, which is like the oh, brilliant I love the art yeah. house cinema in New York. Case look at me like I'm gonna no, <laughs> no, face take... reference. <laughs>
1: What a stroke of I, I, luck. What no, amazing. I mean, like how
2: amazing? Yeah, I wouldn't even think to do that. Yeah. But also to be stuck in New York and have yeah. a watch a Woody Allen film. So, yeah, just...
0: so was, the, the funny thing was, right, this would, this is a new Woody Allen film starring Kate Winslet and um, and, it's, and it's kind of like, it's not coming out here for ages and it's, you know, it's got kind of Oscar buzz for her performance because she is brilliant in it. And I'm not going to give you a full review, but the funniest thing about it was that it's a very miserable film, as in it's heavy. It's not a comedy. It's a heavy drama about her terrible life. She's got a alcoholic husband who's horrible played by Jim Belushi she's, she's got a kid who sets fire to things all the time Ooh. who's kind of disturbed she's really miserable well a thing that happened in her life earlier when she kind of um, betrayed her hus- first husband and then she meets Justin Timberlake who's a lifeguard <gasps> at the beach and she, ha- and she has an affair this is the premise of the film <sighs> but let's just say it's not going well so the whole thing oh. is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tragedy is he it's a good proper, in it? He's pretty good, yeah. He's all right. He's not great. He's kind of playing like a very handsome, arty guy, and the arty element is slightly unbelievable. But the funniest thing about it was, this is a miserable, relentlessly miserable film, and this family arrived. I sat on the end of the row, right, and this family suddenly arrives a minute before it starts, um, husband and wife, and they're three sons of ages from uh, I'm guessing from about 7 mm. to about 13 14 mm. and, they, and the son sat next to me weirdly and the parents sat behind them in the road behind them even though there are other cities oh cinema. that's weird <laughs> that well, was weird this they could is, have all sat together this is and really the, strange and the mum goes oh, I'm going to sit behind I'm going to sit behind that." I'm like okay this is weird and then they proceed, and this honestly this film it's not a film for kids and they must have thought oh this looks fun it's a Woody Allen film it's got a fun it's got, name it's got Wonder Wheel it's got a it's yeah. got a San Coney Island it's going to be Justice great Timberlake. the Wonder Wheel
1: is the is the name of the, the huge of the ferris wheel in coney
0: exactly. island oh my god it was so funny and halfway through the film the mum like laughed a couple of times you know when they laugh really <laughs> oh, loudly at uh, 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 bits that weren't funny because there's nothing oh, funny about this no. film there are no jokes in this she's film. compensating and for what, the awkward what, bits exactly and brilliantly one of the sons i don't know which one it was said why are you laughing it's not funny
2: oh <laughs> god kill me now <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> that, that, that amused me more than the film. Oh <laughs> my The God. film is so miserable. Oh, yeah. So that was my pre flight experience of going to see. You
1: basically hours had from. the best birthday yeah. weekend ever. It was good. So did you sleep on the plane?
0: Well, not really. You know, oh, two hours. No. Two hours, yeah, whatever. But anyway, let's not complain about the first two no. problems. I did get to see Star Wars Colon.
1: Okay. Yes. The Last
0: Jedi last night. Right. As the embargo breaks now. Okay. If you're listening to this, I can imagine people like. Running to their iTunes and downloading. The, of course the, they are. Listen, yeah. so
1: when we left, like, Kay, are you, mm. did you watch Star Wars? Star Wars Have you ever
2: watched any Star you, Wars? Yeah, thing? I have. But it's like, I'm not as excited about this <laughs> you didn't watch The, For, like, the Force Awakens. You, you haven't watched any. I haven't got the Jim Jams, put it like that. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> like Boyd has. When we, when we last Duvet. left <laughs> Star Wars... So Ray yeah. had gone to find Luke Skywalker. She had, and they were in on like a remote island. Acto. Yeah, it looks like it's oh, in the mid, <laughs> middle of Scotland. I thought you were sneezing.
2: No,
0: that's the name of the island.
1: And she was holding. So, at, she was holding out. Yeah, his lightsaber. Saber. And it was incredibly intense. Yeah. And yeah. now we pick up with Boyd Hilton, <laughs> who has seen the Last Jedi. Over to you, Boyd. <laughs>
0: Well, interestingly, thank you for that very good reminder of where we left yeah. off with the previous film. That's very good, thank you. Interestingly, the film doesn't pick up immediately from that oh. moment. No. Which, if you think about because all the Star Wars films kind of went with the cruel, you know, the, where, the, where they show the, the title arrives yeah. a long time ago in Galaxy Far forward. And then there's the cruel, where it explains what's happening in the plot, which is the classic way. And then it always, and that's to with a space starry background, and then it pans down to like spaceships doing something wrong. They all begin like that, pretty much. So you Yeah, couldn't... but I
1: thought this would be different because no, there's no, the no. thing that he, he goes to say something to her, so I thought you would immediately yeah. join it when he said something no, to her. No, yeah, oh, interesting.
0: Okay. That, that, I mean, that is, you know, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, so, but what I would say is. So is
1: that left as a cliffhanger?
2: Then.
0: No, no no I mean like, you, you come back to the situation on the island with the two of them oh, right. after about I don't know 10 minutes maybe the okay, opening well, is fine. a very exciting space battle thing <gasps> yeah which gets you right into it it's like the game you know going back to the very first I was started off with a very exciting space battle situation oh. um so the general gist is that you know the rebellion led yeah. by Carrie Fisher led by Leia
1: okay so those are the good people okay yeah. oh no I, I, oh, no, okay. I know yeah <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. i do not know how much you no, didn't know no, no, it's no, it might explain.
2: be really it's boring, boring you got
0: to explain absolutely very kind so the nasty first order the, the the bad people are now pretty much fully in power and they think they they they're running things as the kids would say mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> led by um all kinds of nasty evil people adam drive including adam kylo driver, oh. kylo ren you kylo ren no you
2: f- don't love him no but i just you love, love him as an actor yeah fair enough
0: fair enough everyone loves adam driver yeah yeah um and he is, so the, remember in the previous one, spoiler alert, Kate, mm-hmm. he did kill Han Solo, who is his Fuck dad. Fuck
1: him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. F- I tell you that's that. what everyone said. Yeah.
0: F him, exactly, yeah. So um, we see kind of him and his evil cohorts um, and they're running things and Carrie Fisher's trying to manage the rebellion, which has been, there's kind of, it's quite small. But they, so they all think they need the return of Luke Skywalker, who's like this, seen as this massive hero in mm. the history of the whole situation. He's
1: an uber Jedi.
0: He's the uber Jedi. savior. So he could be, the, hoping he'll be the saviour, exactly, almost like a Christ-like figure, in
1: fact. Mm. Good point. And I so, know my Star Wars. You do know your
0: Star Wars, clearly. So <laughs> Rey, played by the great Daisy Ridley, oh. who, as you said, she arrived on the island to try and find him. And she, basically her mission, if you like, is to convince him to come back and join his sister, Leia, and head up, or at least inspire the revolution, inspire the rebels, give them a big, huge I've, I've boost. i actually
1: got tingles. Have you? Yeah, I actually have.
0: So that's her mission, and meanwhile, so we do kind of we, most of the film really is flashing between that situation, the fact that she is now, and this isn't a, this is this happens quite early on. Mm. She's in mental contact with Kylo Ren, so like they have right, an ongoing yeah. debate, which is so good. But not and they're not in the same place they're, you know they're, they're thousands of miles apart, but they they can read each other's minds and speak to each other, communicate from thousands of miles, and that happens quite a lot. so there's this kind of thing going on between them. She thinks she can save him putting him back onto the good, good side the, the, mm. the, the good side of goodness will he is he attempted or is he just purely down in, in the dark? Well, side Well in the force awakens
1: where, where you realize that there is some connection between them when they have that big fight yeah. That starts to be right. to happen, and it's you can see in his eyes that she—if anyone's going to turn him—if it's not going to be his dad—if it's not going to be Han Solo,
0: yeah, it's going to be her. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, he's he's under the command of Snoke. you remember Snoke oh, with that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. CG? Amazing. Andy Serkis does yeah. the voice, obviously. And in the first film, in sorry, in the in in um, the previous film, the Force Awakens. Awakens, he was kind of projected as this mm. huge giant oh, thing. He, do you Remember? Is he in it? Now we see him again. I mean, some don't, people might say this but it. very yeah, early on, it. you're seeing him normal size, for example. So okay. you see, and but he's in this brilliant red room, surrounded by these amazing like red guards, that just <gasps> it looks inc- stunning. And it's all about how he manipulates and how what happens between him and Kylo Ren and, and the other kind of people, top brass of the of the First Order, the evil First Order. Yes, chaos. Question.
2: Can I have a question? Yeah. yeah. What What are the um those little things? Because I know my nieces are going to come and them. Oh, the little
0: them. fairy things. Yeah, the little they're things. They're Pogs. Yes. Yes, mm. they are, and they crop up throughout in a very, very funny, amusing way. Sometimes, as you least expect them, they will be, one will arrive, the little fairy thing, yeah, oh, and they're very good. Um, so as I was saying, the film crosscuts between that situation, between what's happening with The First Order, with Kylo Ren, mm. and also there's the whole thing with John Boyega. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. How,
1: how big is he in this one? He's
0: got a kind of side adventure where he's got to lead a mission to a casino metropolis called Canto Bite.
1: Wow.
0: Where um, he's, they meet this guy called DJ, played by Benicio Del Toro. Oh. And he gets this, meets this new woman as well, who's who's a brilliant, the brilliant new character. Is, is it
1: Laura Dern? Is it no, Laura, no, no, okay.
0: no. So Laura Dern is Princess Leia's like number two.
1: Is she? Yeah. Because she's really good. All that I've been hearing, well, on the on Go the on. dark web, is that web. Laura Dern needs to be in every single Star Wars movie from now on because she's so incredible in this. She is brilliant, yeah, given, she's brilliant.
0: Yeah, and they've she's brilliant. and they've given her an amazing kind of look. She's got like kind of purpley hair and a kind I of love uh, Laura Dern. Yeah, it's really really good. Yeah. Um, so. Bottom line is, oh, and of course you've got um, Poe Dameron as well. The other, that new character I mentioned is um, Rose, played by Kelly Marie Tran. Poe Dameron is kind of leading mm-hmm. another kind of mission. There's a lot of, so it, like in classic Star Wars style, really, once you got to the Empire Strikes Back, particularly the middle um, yeah. of, the, of the first trilogy. The best film. I'm it's sure cutting between these kind of three or four settings right. and these different adventures. And it does that, and it's got that quality to it, that kind of Star Wars-y. All these different stories, cutting between them and kind of tying them together brilliantly at the end. But it's different; it's got a different feel to Ooh. it. This film, yeah, that's this, this, and like you came about me thinking there's a, a, there's, a, there's a lot to take in, there's so much going on, and so much happens, and there's so many kind of revelations. But it's it's kind of almost more ambitious, I think. Like right. the whole film, directed by Ryan Johnson, this kind of brilliant indie-ish director. Mm. It's just it's almost got like an epic. Like last
1: sprawling, sprawling. Is it? Yeah, okay. Every
0: shot is amazing. There's this incredible like visual. I, I jokingly, part jokingly tweeted as soon as I'd seen it. has got an incredible colour scheme, but it has really? the colours are unbelievable. There's a whole red thing going on. They touch down on this planet, right? And there's like it's got like this red salt in the end, where the whole climax takes place. You might have seen it on the trailers. All that red dust, mm. and it uses that amazingly. There's thing the red room as well, and it's just it just looks unbelievable. And there's this whole thing going on between what's going to happen with Kylo Ren and um, Daisy Ridley. And it's really gripping. That whole, Particularly that bit of it I thought was incredible. The two of them, um, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver together, kind of bouncing off each other. But in completely different um, settings for most of the film. It's yeah. so cleverly done. Um, and you do feel like they're literally talking to each other in the same room even though they're not. And they're both fantastic. as This battle of wills between the dark side of the force and the light side of the force. It's so good. And it's ju- and there's some really funny stuff. The whole kind of adventure in this in this um, casino thing is kind of played very lightly. And you see all it's they see all these myriad creatures, like weird creatures, are all gambling, and that's really funny. Um, and there's these amazing like horsey creatures that you would love.
1: bb 8s had a uh, makeover. bb 8s
0: had a make. bb 8s like this kind of like super little robot can do anything yeah. pr- pretty much. And there's another darker version of BB8. But okay. the bottom line is, I thought it was incredibly bold and right. ambitious and slightly. well if you'd like the first if The Force Awakens was kind of like the greatest hits of Star Wars all mixed yep. together it was almost like a remake of the first ever Star Wars film wasn't it Re- yeah it was ways. but brilliant I loved it yeah this one is kind of like a bold new turn I think okay it's like it's obviously it's all Star Wars but it feels familiar it feel, it's all familiar but it's just doing what also it wants to do a new territory do. yeah the tone is, is kind of, and people say darker it's it's almost I just think it's bigger it's kind of dealing. I mean it, you know even I'm sure it's always been dealing in big things, good versus evil, and all of that. Star Wars supercharged. Supercharged, but slightly deeper. It feels like I don't know. It's almost difficult to explain, but it feels like slightly more intelligent and okay. smarter. And it's like dealing with these big issues in a slightly more challenging. Star Wars for the millennials. Way.
2: Star Wars for the millennials. Thanks. Is that yeah, what it is? Could be,
0: Everything's yeah. for
1: the millennials these days. Oh, you know, they are the Star future. Wars for everyone. So, okay. Yeah. My big question to you is. Yeah. Right. Obviously, you're a huge Star Wars fan. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Where does it come? Well, Where does it rank in all you know, of the Star Wars films? I,
0: haste, I, I, I kind of, I'm reluctant to say this early because I've only seen it once and yeah, I was very tired. Yeah, you obviously <laughs> have
1: to see things. No, I agree. But, Start with Star Wars, you definitely have to see it more than well, once. Well, that's
0: the thing. I immediately want to see it again. So, yeah. you know, I feel like, you know, let's, okay, that's let's what see That's what I felt like weekend. about
1: Force Awakens. Though, mm. And then I saw it in three yeah. days later and it was even better the next right. time I saw it.
0: I mean, I think it's, you know, I think it's up there. So my favourite is The Empire Strikes uh, Back. Empire Strikes
1: Back is the greatest one. And then I'd probably Force. have The
0: Force Awakens. Yeah, The Force Awakens.
1: I was, then... I was really surprised people didn't love The Force oh. Awakens as much as I did. Those it was incredible. Yeah, yeah I, I agree.
0: I think it's hovering, it's hovering around that. Top okay. in that top one, two, three slot. It's
1: you know? no Phantom Menace, people. That's all you need to it's know. It's no
0: Phantom Menace, no. But are you going to
1: give it a star rating?
0: I am going to give. It, it was definitely five stars, right. without doubt, five stars. Yeah. It's more like, yeah, where it, is it as good? I mean, it might be. You know, history may judge it to be up okay. there with the Empire Strikes Back. Really, thing. just in terms of there's so much going on.
1: Mm, multi Every
0: scene, like, here's what it is, every scene feels it's got, like a, it's a unique little drama in itself, you know, oh. like proper brilliant script writing mm. and acting. And the other thing is, of course, Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, Mark is Hamill. just a much better actor now than he was then. I really? think, if you go back and Good watch, point. to me, I've always thought this, and you know, it's, it's, it's heresy possibly to say it, but t- if you go back to,
1: it is Return part of their of the charm. Jedi. I know what you're going to yeah, say. Yeah, it's charming. It but is not. charming, though. He's not. He's not. They're not good dramatic actors. But it's still <laughs> right. when you go back and watch them at Christmas time, which you should, or on the Sky Star Wars channel, you know, it, you watch it because it's, as I said, it's charming. Right. That's why. But it's so not because you're not watching it for the great dramatic acting. No,
0: Harrison Ford, but Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher have always been brilliant from the start. Yeah. Right, think how great they are. But I always thought Luke, and it's partly his character. He's the kind of slightly kind of bland hero mm. at the centre of it. I think in some ways, but now. He's, this, he's a much deeper, more profound figure, this Christ like figure mm. who, want, who, who wants, they all want to come back and save them all. And he's flawed and he's resentful and he doesn't want, he's very reluctant, doesn't want to go back and help them all at all. And he's really good. Mark Hamill is really, really good in this film. And I think it's, like, it's interesting that like they've really given him a meaty role and he's absolutely embraced it and he's fantastic in it. And there are just so many scenes, like I think you meant now, memorable, memorable moments like more memorable moments possibly even than than um, the last Whoa. one yeah in the force awakens just it's just th- things like you can't wait to see again I can't wait to see that set piece I can't wait to see that battle I can't wait to see that oh my lightsaber god lightsaber duel can we go I can't ahead? wait to see can that, that intense I want to go with you discussion yeah we can go and see it yeah. Oh, so, so yeah I I, I was, it's kind of overwhelming a bit you okay. know yeah it's, that's the thing about it John
1: seeing it on Thursday's absolutely furious cuz now he knows everything that's going to happen
0: I didn't so hopefully he didn't spoil much did yeah. I? I don't think
1: he I didn't spoil I j- but also I think people who like me who's like desperate to see it at just any little bit of information I'm Makes still more excited. excited. Yeah I'm just yeah. more excited about it because it doesn't compare to actually watching Star Wars. Star Wars no. is different in that way. I don't yeah. think people think I mean if there was like if somebody had told me that Han Solo died before The Force Awakens I would have been absolutely oh, yeah, yeah. But haven't I haven't said don't, anything like that. No you haven't said anything like that so it's fine.
0: <laughs> and they, they, they do address like so like, again Obviously so,
1: Carrie Fisher's passed away.
0: Yeah. So is well, that all done? She's no, she no, CGI'd? No, no, we'll, She's no, she's completely she was completely alive. Had she finished. Had she She'd finished, finished the whole okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Right. In, in, oh, totally, yeah. And then now it's the question is what are they going to do with the third one? Ugh. That's very, be very interesting. But they do address the big question, I think, is um Ray, Daisy Ridley's parentage. Yeah. That's the big Oh no, thing. don't
1: right. Okay. I think you should stop. You I'm have just to saying they
0: address it. Yeah. Okay, just stop now. Nah. Stop,
1: because you you'll give something yeah. away with your eyes and it will be too much. I'm not
0: giving anything away with my eyes. Okay. My expression, facial expression is very Neutral. Oh, yep. neutral. Very
1: neutral. Okay.
0: Anyway, yeah, um, Star Wars The Last Jedi. It's at cinemas Thursday. Thursday. isn't it? It's pretty good.
1: It's pretty, good. pretty damn good. Okay, well... Let's the, move on yeah.
0: to Agatha Christie's Crooked House on Channel 5 this Sunday at 9 o'clock. Now, I think it's safe to say that the biggest Agatha Christie yeah. fan in the room is Kay Ribeiro. It's
2: her Star Wars. It's That's her Star
0: Wars. <laughs> po- Poirot is her Star Wars. Yeah. Poir- yeah
2: Poirot is her this Skywalker. Is, this is the important part of it. I love Agatha Christie, but Poirot. 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 Okay. Oh, She's getting,
0: getting ready. Wow. Laying down, yeah. The, yeah. Laying and down I'm, the... I'm
2: not going to describe Crooked House either. I've just
1: decided. Oh, why not? I Hold
2: don't on. Know. She's taken against it. What do you
0: mean? You're not... This, 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 you're refusing. You're point blank refusing to describe this thing. I'm going to describe you, Dench. Can I just say, let's be clear. You suggested we review. Okay, no, you can describe Dench. Uh, that means... Like I'm sorry, this. Steph, you have to describe this situation oh. the situation for Crooked House. I'm
1: going to have to just read this thing because... This uh, is...
0: So let's just say, this is a film. Basically, this was. Invented as a film, we're going to make a film of Agatha Christie's House, which has never been filmed before, I do believe. And um, it's co-written, isn't it, by um, uh, Julian Fellows Fellows of Downton Abbey fame. Yeah, amazing. Downton Abbey fame.
2: Also, the reason why they're showing this, I read, is because obviously the BBC had to pull their ordeal by innocence because of the um, allegations against Ed Westwick. So...
1: Yeah. Channel Five yeah, so have smartly thought right. well, which he has denied very publicly. Yeah, they've Let's taken the ball that. by the
0: horns. They've yeah. gone, and also I think they've seen that Murder um, on the Orient Express, your favourite, with <laughs> Poirot, has been a huge, has been a big box office success. And they've already announced a sequel, Death on the Nile, both here and in America. And they thought, right, we're grabbing hold of some of that, and we're going to we're going to show it now on Channel Five. It could be a big hit, and it's also been streamed already in America as well. So I think they're just thinking everyone loves Agatha Christie right now, and and
2: the festive. Period, always has one Agatha Christie offering. Yeah, exactly,
0: it should have. So anyway, Steph is going to describe the story to us.
1: So basically, very wealthy patriarch, very rich man, is killed. A former lover... Who is the granddaughter of this wealthy patriarch? Basically, gets in touch with her. This kind of spy. He's a spy. He's turned into sort of a private detective, um, played by Max Irons, Charles Hayward. And he's, she says, "Look, I think my grandfather was murdered. Can you actually come to the house and find out? Because I don't want the Scotland Yard, the official police, to come in and expose all of our family secrets. We've got a lot of things going on. Come to the house." figure out. And he's he's immediate sort of, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. Then he goes to the house and he goes goes through the motions of interviewing all the different relatives. This wealthy patriarch had married um, a a young dancer played by Christina Hendricks, American dancer. He's got his children living in the house. Everyone has sort of of separate sort of apartments, but within this gigantic house and there's lots of dark and mysterious things going on. But what he has to get to the crux of is, was... This patriarch murdered or not. That's basically yeah, it. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah.
2: You,
0: it's a good sum up.
2: It's a brilliant it's a sum up. Classic, it's, it's a classic. brilliant sum up. It's a classic, classic whodunit.
0: It's a classic sum up. It's a classic <laughs> whodunit. Yeah. It's in a big. It's a who done It as many Agatha Christies are in a big country house. Mm, isn't yep. it? You do. F- I'm watching. I was thinking. Clearly, they've thought this is set a big country house, so we're going to get fellows of down to because he knows yeah. how to deal with a big country <laughs> yeah. house with he's, lots of rooms. He's dealt with this
1: kind of yeah. residential area lots before. Of, <laughs> lo- lots of characters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> really has. Of course, he did do his own whodunit directed by Rob which I've forgotten the which name of oh. I'm going to look it up while you, okay. while you two discuss what did you think of now let's say so you were quite excited about this weren't you Kate? I was
2: so when we were discussing what we were going to do for this pod I was really like petitioning oh we've got to do this because you know the ordeal by innocence isn't going to be shown this is the big Agatha Christie We oh, and it's got so many amazing names so there's Glenn Close is in it as Love well Glenn Close. Um, who else we've got Gillian Anderson um, as Steph said Christina Hendricks Max Irons so many fantastic names I was like there's no way we can't do it, and Boyd wasn't as keen. I think it's safe well, to only, say.
0: Well, i, I, I going to come then I looked at it. So talking about judging books by the cover, I do judge films by, by the
1: channels they're on.
0: Part, partly that, yeah, and also just how they how they're marketed. The, so I I remember when this was announced as a film project. And like, and then then you get sent the posts, You know, there's a whole se- series of um, publicity things that happen with all films. And I just thought it looked a bit cheap. It looked a bit kind mm, of, um, mm. you know. Whereas modern on Express*, whether you, whether you liked it or not, that mm. film was a big, spectacular, big budget, directed by Kenneth Branagh thing. This felt like a more minor project. You know, yeah. a director directed one or two films before, not a big name. The cast, kind of good, good, strong yeah, cast, great, but I different, kind of, a different feel to it. Anyway, so I did have. Are reservations. Judgmental reservations, mm. and then it's on channel five. And I thought, oh, and that, you know, I am being judgmental about channel five. Yeah. Sorry, so well, that's, I I'm laying my cards on the table. Yeah. I did feel pretty judgy about it,
2: so I was the opposite and very right. open minded yes, because of my love over-minded. of Agatha Christie. Yeah, however, yeah. I c- after watching it, I came around to your thinking, and actually, I felt that I'm used to all the Agatha Christie's on TV being very lavish quality productions, whether they're on BBC or ITV, because ITV do fantastic ones as well. We've just watched Murder on the Orient Express, where they, you know, it was very, like, big budget. Mm. Um,
0: Even if you didn't like um, Poirot, the the representation of Poirot, it was an incredible technical production, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: Yeah, and I mean, like, epic scenery, Mm. um, which actually you you should see in the cinema to get the most of that. But with this one, I know, like, money will have been spent on it, obviously. It just didn't feel as top draw, high quality they had the names in it but I felt like a lot of them were overplaying their roles particularly mm. Glenn Close's character she plays this aunt who's very you know formidable quite oh. eccentric um, it's
0: like she's in her one, 101 Dalmatians <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. she's even more dimension than yeah, of the just a
2: bit caricature yeah. Um and also just like it didn't hold my attention oh. which I'm quite surprised at I
1: completely agree I thought it was really stilted and just like I just thought for scene. this sounds really awful but I think moving from scene to scene was completely stunted it was just awful I thought I thought this. it's an amazing cast and every single cast member seemed to be I mean obviously they are all working in isolation because they're trying to prove that they didn't murder this person but there, I felt there was no connection between any of them I actually am a really huge fan of Christian Hendricks you obviously just saw her in Tin Star which I thought she was amazing in when you were saying overplayed, I thought she completely overplayed that role as the the uh, the white the young wife. I just it was, it was, she it was sort of overacted. It was, this she, whole
2: thing felt like that. It felt like Agatha Christie by numbers. It I felt like
0: g- Hendrix was channeling Mon- Marilyn Monroe. I right?
2: agree
1: which completely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was
0: it, which it, is fair enough because she kind of is potentially the Monroe of her generation.
1: It, I I also agree with that, but Thanks. she was. Not very good in this, I didn't think. She really, she pursed her lips too much. I mean, just, I know that's a very tiny detail, but it was just, everything was overacted. I agree. Also, the handheld camera. I know Boyd and I had
0: a... Oh yeah, this was funny.
2: I was watching it on on my laptop. um, And Boyd had, Boyd explains, because I was like, just look at this camera work. Because I felt like the handheld camera throughout, you know, it just didn't add to it, and if anything, it was a distraction to me from the
1: action. It had no pizzazz. This whole thing was not dazzling in any way, and I completely agree. When you want to watch something, no, but when you watch something like Agatha Christie, you expect there to be a certain elegance. Does that make sense? Yeah. A certain, yeah. a certain charisma to it, mm. and this just didn't have any. And I exactly the same. It just didn't hold my attention. I didn't actually care.
0: Can I just say I enjoyed it?
1: Gosh, you've had, so we we have. we've had a, a, yeah. Wow, I had really the reverse, it's a it's a bit reverse I
0: had a total reverse experience because I was so down on it. I think as well because I wasn't. It looked to me like a, a shoddy knockoff <laughs> of an act of Christie. <laughs> yeah. I, I was pleasantly surprised. Now I, I think I completely agree with you. So one of my issues with the murder on the Express, which I enjoyed much more, I think, than K, was that it, it was very. Um, it was like a very drawn-out opening, but mm. it actually the the crux of the matter, which is Poirot. In interviewing the suspects was all, each one of those scenes was t- done too quickly for me, and for me, the whole enjoyment of Agatha Christie, because I'm a big fan as well of these events, invest- is are that is that process of the detective or whoever unpicking, unpicking and interviewing each of the uh, each of the potential um, killers, and that is always enjoy- And uh, for, for me, that was miss, missed at, in, in Murder on Whereas in this, this is all him, uh, Charles Hayward, played by Max Irons, trying to speak to all of these ludicrously over. The to- I agree with you; they're all over the top. But I quite like that. It's very camp. It's, very, it's almost like self-consciously so, I think. Because remember near the beginning, when he first arrives, um, Max Hines' character, in, in the big house and starts meeting all these ludicrously over-the-top people. Mm. They, one of them, I think it's – is it Glenn Close? Or one of them starts talking about how she's a fan of detective fiction. Mm. So it's very, I think they're trying to be very knowing. You know, like how in Scream they talk about how yeah well, they've all seen oh, the rules right, of right. scary movies. Yeah. For me, they're trying to be postmodern and clever and aware of the fact that yes, this is in a big house. There's, the, there's him. But
1: why would why to to what end? Because because entertainment this is, value. I yeah, mean, yeah, but not... I don't think it does because actually you're taking something kind of. Right. I, I feel like Agatha Christie is sacred. It doesn't need to have some kind of modernist twist on it and some kind of knowing that's factor. I why? What what f- Just make a lavish, beautiful <laughs> production that's correct for Christmas time.
0: I just thought the production design was <laughs> interesting because it's in this big house and all the different rooms where all the different characters are, are, are interviewed by him they kind of look completely randomly different. You well, know, their reflections like, they're the reflections of the people's personality, aren't they? And I quite like that. I quite like the, the, the look of the, the different mm. rooms. I thought some of them were interesting. I thought, And I thought, and it, he was trying to make it visually interesting. I think, obviously, it's, uh, it's basically people chatting in a house, in rooms in a house, isn't it? Yeah. For the most part. And I thought he did a pretty good job of trying to make it look interesting. But the bottom line is, I was I enjoy, I was entertained all the way through. And my, my favourite thing about it, and I think the reveal, the ending, is really good. I, I think, I mean, that goes back to the original book, of course. Yeah. Mm. I think this is, she... I I was reading up on it afterwards after I'd seen it, I thought oh, that's a really bold ending and she she this was the ending she was most satisfied about in all of her work apparently she was very proud of it's her favorite the solution. novel yeah mm. and so and I can see why because I think it's really interesting that end, the the, the who done it reveal so I enjoyed it much more than I thought and I th- I mm. think you're kind of both right I think it is you know it's definitely not it's definitely not trying to be a kind of classically big scale production it's kind of like how can we make this as fun as it can be but, I, that's for me is what they're trying to do don't get
1: those big names then I, I don't understand I don't, why oh, you okay. would get those really big names if you weren't going to make it lavish I
0: think, oh, it's, I think it's not it's just I think it is lavish and it's, well not lavish that's it's the wrong not, word I think boys. it's visually interesting
1: I don't agree you no, you think I you don't th- I okay. think it's actually visually dull oh my god I do I really do wow. compared to all the other things that I've seen my highlight of the whole thing was Amanda
2: um, Abington I thought she yes, was fantastic in it, actually. Yeah, she's
1: really good. She innit. saved it for me in a way. What I
0: would say is, I think he, the, um, the detective, the private detective, played by Max, he is the bland centre of it. And it, maybe again, that, it's interesting. Maybe that's true. He's a kind of a nothingy character, but I think probably he's is. He's meant to be, isn't he? Uh, meant to be, yeah. And he's not he's even a that conduit, great. Isn't he's he? not a great. He's not great detective. Just, yeah. He doesn't really know what he's doing. He's no
2: Poirot. This no, is not a Poirot novel. That, again, this is just
0: a. I think that's deliberate. I guess, thought that was interesting. He's a flawed, not great. He doesn't really know what he's doing. Kind of. He often has the wall pulled over his eyes. I thought that was interesting as well so I, I enjoyed it that's just me how many okay. stars are you two giving Agatha Christie's Crooked House
1: I'm going to give it two stars wow Um, I mean I'm going to give it three because I like Gillian Anderson and I like Glenn Close but I, it's not it's not up there at all I'm
0: going to give it three and a half
1: but you're recommending it three and a half I feel like that's quite low oh well you know I don't, I'm going to give it
0: four I'm not all saying right, it's okay. like properly
1: I'm surprised Good. you liked it I really am I was
0: surprised as well I have to mm. say but it's my honest uh, I don't know whether it's
1: the jet lag talking that's the thing it could be the jet lag talking mm. yeah mm. should we
0: leave let's leave the League of Germans last because you haven't seen it I haven't seen Steph. it so let's move on to the other thing that you have seen which is Judy Dench her secret garden or whatever it's called
1: now let's just say we hmm. joked about this a lot but Kay was the oh. one who introduced yeah. us to this so Kay, Kay yes. you're gonna do you know what I'm gonna take be interested it away. in talking about this because a couple of weeks ago I mentioned this is a thing that I'd been watching and there were some people we who pooh pooed it I poo pooed it I said I didn't think people could have I've never seen an oak tree and gone oh me and that oak tree are really good friends yeah I, okay just summarise I'm summarize just holding my hands up
2: briefly Judy Dench is an hour-long documentary about her passion for trees, even though that's not now the title, and um, it's based in the secret woodland behind her Surrey home, and through various experts, she looks at um, the different qualities of trees and how they communicate with each other and how they like can defend themselves in the face of attack from
1: deer, rogue, rogue deer, deer. <laughs> which, not rogue deer as I had previously <laughs> Which I couldn't be bothered thought. to explain two weeks not, ago. There are no rogue deer. Okay? For about 20 minutes, if you didn't listen. Pops,
0: Star Wars colon the rogue, rogue deer. deer. <laughs> episode, episode nine. We spent about
2: 20 minutes last week or week four with Steph going rogue deer, me going rogue deer, rogue deer. But anyway, um, yeah, and um, she kind of like talks about her connection to trees and how in the past, um, when people, um, when she's lost loved ones, she's planted them as like living tributes. And yeah, the
0: trees are named after actors, a lot yeah, of actors and in the world, which is nice. And like, I, I think
2: really really of her family. Mm. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's basically that. It's a, it's a yeah. look at. It kicks off with her, love saying, for trees.
0: with her saying something like, I'm paraphrasing, I've been an actor for 40 years or whatever. Mm but what you may not know about me is I love trees.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're didn't. like, I didn't know I
0: think... that. I really didn't know that. This, is, then, a, this is
1: a programme that delivers. What I thought
0: was sweet as well is she brings in her um, current partner. Oh, they've she...
1: been together for seven years. David. 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 And I think, she, I think I'm right in saying yeah. she calls him her chap. Right, I was going to say. Which is so delightful. Sweet.
0: I, I, I was watching it and she said that and
1: here's my chap.
0: And you think, hold on. Pause. Are you are you just bring him in as yeah. your chap who does stuff around the house. No, because he no, he's a naturalist. He's he's he knows properly about this stuff. He's conservationist conservationist and knows about trees. He was walking and around with an yeah. owl and it's, stuff. He's it's amazing. His, his best mate's an owl, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was like oh your chap, not your chap who does stuff. Your chap, chap. Yeah, yeah. He yeah is because in interviews because I'm a yeah. big
2: yeah. GD Dench fan. Oh, of she's <laughs> she says that she doesn't like call, the term boyfriend.
0: No, oh, it's good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, who does? Yeah, and also lover. she's not calling him my lover, my partner, chap. is brilliant. That's fantastic. Chap is good. Um, so it's it, and but there's all this stuff about um the trees talking to each other, and at one point, again, she says, I like." I mean, it is Don't, if you're not Judy, I, we're I, gonna call I, It's out. My go natural go response, <laughs> she said, the trees are chatting to each other much like humans do, they're like, Well, not really like that. I mean, they may be Boyd, communicating in some way.
1: Hold on, okay, <laughs> these trees what? are not.
0: Uh, hey, did you see Judy the other
1: day? <laughs> yeah, she walked on me, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just gonna say this this has to be watched by everyone because it is so delightful and wonderful and it fills your heart with joy. And now I poo-pooed this like and I thought, oh this is so crazy. Is this an apologia? Absolutely an apologia. I could not and I watched this at like three o'clock in the morning last night. I couldn't take I couldn't (laughs) no I couldn't take my eyes off it because it was so (laughs) magical. And the thing is it's actually more than her, just her loving. So she loves the secret woodland. You get this whole like every time something is explained to her you get this really like, sort of raw excited response from the Dench. and you're like she is so thrilled with just the knowledge mm. about these things that actually she if she really does love trees <laughs> like oh, she, it, there is no doubt and you will be left with no doubt that that woman yeah, like loves shutting... the trees but, I think... but there's more there's more to it because at one point the other amazing thing is only <sighs> judy Dench, right so they they, they take her to see some beautiful trees and she just gets overwhelmed but also she's she's helped by this guy this tree expert and then he goes to see the remains of the Mary Rose right and Dench's obviously like in a nice Surrey house There's, only Dench could get somebody to bring her things from a museum to her oh, house Actually, so they true. basically bring stuff they're like Oh, he's come round to bring me stuff. Parts yeah. of the Mary Rose. To she see. can't go <laughs> travelling here, there, and everywhere. She, all the no. bits like she doesn't do like the climbing up bits and stuff like that. She's just in her nice house with her scarf and saying, I "Oh, just it's just so lovely to see you." Dench is a
2: national treasure, and I think she can talk about absolutely anything, anything and it would make
1: it fascinating. And
2: it's the fact that she's talking about it so passionately and yeah. her childlike wonder—that's that's that, it. that makes childlike. it so infectious. Like whether you know before, you might think, "Be like,
1: oh, this is ridiculous," what but you'll watch it, and even yeah. you
2: then afterwards will have a newfound
1: appreciation for appreciation trees. Appreciation for trees, yeah. yeah. I started I started out thinking, you know what, I really like trees. I do. I like trees. You don't have a passion for them. Right. I ended up going, I love
0: trees. Wow, you don't I love now.
1: trees. Because she makes you want yeah. to love trees. And then actually, you know, the whole have communication you... thing is it's so nice yeah. and it did it made me feel sad. Have you got a
0: secret woodland as well? I
1: actually do have a secret <laughs> woodland does. at the bottom at uh, the bottom of my garden. Oh. And now I'm like I have a much bigger appreciation right. for it.
2: I'm suggesting a pod um, <laughs> visit to Steph's Secret, woodland, Come to secret and woodland. We have a massive
1: hug. Yeah, all of us group. Yeah, I like,
0: and the tree. I like yeah, obviously. We go so, hug a tree. So, we'll have a chat with the tree. It
1: sounds ridiculous. And the thing is, if you, depending which frame of mind you watch this in, okay, John's it is kind of it's it's no. you, you might you might think, oh my god, this is insane. This is kind no, of the way you should, but yeah. it is. It's, it's really beautiful. It, it, I know.
0: It's, it's, it's really, it is really is. She is incredibly engaging. and Yeah, and she is. Everyone, I mean, if you a, don't like Dench, then you're You're an idiot. Fu- you hate freak, life. But also, <laughs> she says
1: that she's going to give up acting and she's going to start lecturing in trees, which I think I would be which I wonderful. I don't really
0: believe she's yeah, still Yeah, but I still God. think that but would be But I do incredible. think, imagine, I, I, I say that, imagine the moment where like, you're a BBC executive yeah. or whatever, and you get the call and someone says, hey, you know what?
1: Judy well, loves trees. We, we yeah, we
0: can line up a special yeah. TV show in which Dame Judi Dench talks about yeah. trees. it might have to be like yeah. all our Christmases are cold Literally, it's This is the greatest project in the history. of Sure, TV. talking about
2: Christmas trees. Yeah. Um, do you know what was also nice
1: that when she um, kind of recites passages from Shakespeare, oh. like sonnets that uh, mm. mention tree trees? Based, yeah, tree it's, based really based like it's like spending a really lovely, cozy evening in Judi Dench's house, which I'm going to aim to do for the rest of my life now because I want to be. It well, It's more in like spending it
0: in a garden, really. But, but, yeah,
1: yeah, but a secret you know, woodland. Just, well, having a little walk with Judi Dench.
0: Anyway, we could we could hold forth we could wax lyrical about Judy Dench and her trees and her woodland for hours, but we have to give it a star rating, okay?
1: Four and a half stars. Steph. A mind-blowing four and a half stars. I'm supposed to well. give it five
0: because you said everyone in the world
1: should watch I it. I do think I do think you should watch it, but I do What's, I've had to take half star, off star off. because I do think some people might get carried away with the comedy factor when she goes, oh God, all the time, which I love, but I know some people right. are not fans of the, gasp. the fact, The
0: trees aren't actually talking to each other. Yeah. Okay, they um, are communicating with each other, boy. I I like no, no I'm giving it a properly. very a very strong four. It was it's it's very very enjoyable. Yeah,
1: and there's also footage that has never been filmed before on television. Of the ways that trees behave, okay? <laughs> no, now, I, I'm just saying, I know for some Are people that'll be a draw.
0: Yeah, they use like scientific, what was it, kind of like infrared or whatever, laser technology to look inside yeah. the tree. And,
1: and she says, oh Listen, my goodness, has that, been spe- has that been speeded up? She says when yeah. they show something that's never We've been We've given it a star before. rating, it's Sorry. a wrap-up.
0: <laughs> <a> wrap <laughs> K-intervention. K wow.
1: I'm only, because I, I can no, see a producer K- John. intervention
0: Yeah. Judy Dench, her secret garden. Woodland, (laughs) Passion for Trees, whatever it's called, is on BBC One uh, next Wednesday, the 20th, at Mm 9pm. Finally, it's the League of Gentlemen are back for three new specials, 20 years after they first arrived on the BBC on their radio show, the first radio incarnation. Of course, it's Rhys Shearsmith, Steve Pemberton, and Mark Gatiss, who have gone on, all of them,
1: to be very to do successful, pretty good things. What's his name does Sherlock? Doesn't
0: he? What's his Moffat. name? Mark Gatiss does Mark Sherlock. Gatiss. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's Jeremy Dyson has been is the, the fourth in the League of Gentlemen group mm. who never is on screen except maybe briefly in of cameos. But he writes it all with them. They all write it together. It's of course set in Royston Vasey, this fictional northern town. It's kind of started out as a mixture of kind of sketches with these recurring characters and then they'll just be t- connected to being in this in this setting, local place for local people. And um, it's kind of surreal and dark and um, bizarre, perverse characters. Kay, are you were you a fan of League of Gentlemen when it first
1: I mean, I, I dip in arrived?
0: and out,
2: but like, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I really found it funny. It's so surreal and balmy and everything. I really liked it. And then when I, afterwards, I was did a bit of a Google because I didn't know too much about it in the history of it and I thought it was very Little Britain-esque but mm. I didn't realise that actually Little Britain was influenced by this. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, really? Little Britain,
0: yeah. It yeah, started very soon after and they all kind of knew each other, they met each other. There's definitely the like a kind of shared history. Between yeah. Britain and, and uh, League of definitely, yeah. Oh,
1: Matt Lucas has got a new book out, actually, hasn't he? Has he got a new book? He's got a new yeah, it's autobiography out. Yeah, he's got yeah. autobiography out. Yeah. Sorry, I was just, um, That's as uh, an aside, <laughs> I was listening to a thing the other day and I thought, oh, I'm going to uh, read there that. There you go. Yeah. At the time when this
2: was created, was this quite pioneering?
0: Oh, God, yeah. So I, th- I think it's safe to say that it's a massively influential show because it was because it was like what is is it it's not it's not a sketch show as such it's and it because it had the unifying setting because the characters were so and then and the three bizarre, of them it's
1: bizarre though isn't
0: it Yeah because it's, it's so bizarre and the three of them are playing such weird peculiar and it's almost got a horror element like they're all big horror fans mm. um and I think it's got it kind of embraces the creepiness of it mm. and so I think it was groundbreaking completely yeah and, if, and a heavily influential to a lot of people just in its boldness and you know just them the three of them playing dozens and dozens of characters um of all kinds of weird shapes and sizes my you know? two
2: favorite bits one involved yeah. um a hedgehog
0: the hedgehog which <laughs> is, is in episode one no,
2: can you, we, say we can't, no don't no let's say. spoil okay. it but it's a
0: the hedgehog scene <laughs> is phenomenal it's
2: it's fantastic and also the whole expression of you know Hiding your spare key under a doormat will never be the same again. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's all-
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that they, because I'm, I'm a huge fan. And I think um, they are geniuses, and I think what they've, for me, what they've done is they've. This is a, They've come together. They've all had incredible careers, ongoing. They're all absolutely brilliant actors and, uh, and writers, and they've all. They didn't need to do this, but they've definitely gone. Why don't we do these three specials? You know, to celebrate the 20th anniversary, and also just to have as much fun as we possibly can in, with this setting. That comes
2: across, yeah. doesn't
0: it? And that, uh, immediately, for me, like watching the first time, mm. I'm like, they are embracing the sickness and twistedness and perversity that's always been there. Almost ratcheted up for me. In the, and it's like, ev- you know, there's so much weirdness and brilliant yeah. perversity, i can use that word it's again, going on, ludicrous. that is a joy. Yeah. it's so funny, it's so brilliantly done. What
1: I was going to say, when it first came out years and years ago, I was like, oh, this is just too weird for me. So no, I'm really not. annoyed. I haven't watched this. I was like, this go. is just too yeah. strange. No, do you think funny. you have to just kind of detach from yeah, reality? Yeah, just you
0: just have to accept. Oh, it's the... just fast.
1: It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous.
0: Yeah, because it's so funny. Because the jokes are brilliant. the, the, yeah. the, the, the thing that happens to Hedgehog is hilarious. That it, it's it's, it, it's quite
2: it's, basic in the concept yeah. of it, but
0: actually, yeah, it's... they embrace. I would say they, you know, even it's it's saying this in, in this setting, and the characters are um, weird, and they do yeah. they're doing insane things, walking around naked or whatever, but. It's it's the jokes are brilliant and the situations mm. are hilariously funny. Yeah, and it's the, very
1: clever, isn't it's it?
0: It's just it's just it's clever, but but never forgetting it's trying. It is funny. It's like yeah. it's not one of those dark things that is trying to be serious and make a big profound comment on on the darkness of life. It's actually. Genuinely hilarious. It's made
1: the, to make you laugh. Made to make you
0: laugh, exactly, yeah. In, so, in how it,
1: many are there on this one?
0: Three. So, it's showing up consecutive nights from Monday, next Monday the 18th through to Wednesday the 20th at 10 o'clock on BBC Two, and it's unmissable. So,
1: are they coming back properly for like more? Are they doing no, more this is is it, just I it think, Special three, okay. I, think this is, I mean, maybe just in another 10 years. Okay.
0: Yeah, maybe I'm, yeah, I'm, I've totally made that up, but when I say another 10 years, so I'm, I'm, I don't at all. <laughs> but it's just brilliant. It's, I think it's one of the major treats of the Christmas
2: TV period. Ooh.
1: I'm giving it five stars. Okay, what are you giving it, Kay? I'm giving it
2: four stars, wow. wholehearted four stars, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and watch some of the previous um,
0: yeah. leagues. Yeah, and you get your finger out and watch it. I know. I Steph. will.
1: I will. I will.
0: Um, I think that's that's. Oh yeah, we have got the question time. I forgot about oh, question time. you're
1: jet lagged. I am yeah.
0: jet lagged. It's that time. What time is it? <laughs> question,
1: question time. time.
0: I wrote this um, when, like, literally about two weeks ago. This list of what we were doing, what the menu was going to be for this um, podcast, and I thought best thing about Dench should be yeah, the question: I mean, What is your favourite thing about Judy Dench? And I thought maybe we'll come up with another one, a better question. But no, we're there sticking. is no
1: better okay. question. Oh, I mean, everything about Dench is amazing. But I'm going to say something which I know might be unpopular with people because I know people did not like this remake of Jane Eyre. So the uh, Joe. What's the, what's the director, Joe, what's Wright. his name? Joe Wright, that's yeah. it. So Joe He's Wright's remake, the new
0: Winston Churchill film, Darkest uh, down I am
1: a big Ooh, fan of Joe, that. Joe Wright. Good. And I loved, his Jane Eyre was actually my absolute favourite. And Judy Dench in that Jane Eyre, I think, is incredible. Yeah. So that is my favourite yeah. Dench moment. Like I mean, of mm. all of them, of course.
2: There's, yeah, exactly. There's too many to choose from. I'm going to actually go for a dual answer. Ooh. One is predictably M. Because yeah, as a foil of to course, bond, of course bond, she was yep, yep, excellent, yep. excellent. Um, but actually, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to go Ooh, old school. You throw it back. To, as time goes by. Way Ooh. back. With Jeffrey Palmer. It absolutely oh. gives me joy every yeah. time. Because it's constantly shown on um, yeah. one of the channels. I can't remember. Maybe it was, do you know what?
1: TV history. Gold? Gold, gold. gold. I think it's gold. It Three o'clock. Gold. Yeah. gold yeah.
2: Every day, yeah. probably, is on. And it's, it makes me so happy. It's such a perfect drama. Check it out
0: except the only problem with that is you should go back further because oh I know what you're going to say it's a fine romance
2: yeah I mean with her husband with the husband late husband Michael
0: Michael and it was created it was written by one of my favourite comedy writers of all time Bob Larby who also wrote one of the other all time great British sitcoms, *Ever Decreasing Circles*.
1: Oh, *Ever Decreasing <gasps> yeah. Circles*. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Oh, Honestly,
0: and a fire romance. I was kind of brought up on watching a fire romance. Mm. It was like you know, I was a little kiddie, and it was in the in the early. How old was I? I'm trying to work six, seven, seven, About like 13, 14, Not that young. Um, and it took the idea of of a, a, it's a romantic comedy, it's an extended mm. romantic comedy over what I don't know how many series, three or four series, twenty six episodes. Just looked up twenty six episodes, but it's sustained. It's, that's all it is. It's just about their relationship and their you know, and their, and their mm. offspring and stuff. But it was one of the most basic concepts for a TV comedy sitcom ever. But yeah. the writing was so good and they were both so brilliant, her and Michael Williams together. I just loved it. I remember thinking this is just a brilliant, brilliant show. And, then, and back, in that, back then she wasn't a national. No, she no. was just the woman from A Fine mm-hmm. Romance. Yeah. And then she somehow ended up t- becoming this massive star. In Hollywood films and in James Bond films. Mm. And, and it, and She's it's, a legend. You'd never have thought it from yeah. back then, but it's a brilliant show. Yeah, fire romance. <sighs> lot That's
1: of denture appreciation. Over a you. lot of denture
2: appreciation. Now, before we um, wrap it up, oh. just mm. a quick one, a little note to the pogs. Now, I had a little look on um, iTunes and I've noticed that we've somehow plateaued.
1: At fifty-two reviews, oh, dear. Um, dear. we had a combined goal. Is it, goal. Is it because out. I said people couldn't say anything nasty? I think so. I would hunt them down because, I think as, you're as I threat. said before, we know who you are. We read every review. Listen, Pogs, I <laughs> offer you protection from Steph, so don't worry about that.
2: But if you could, we, we had a goal of sixty by Christmas. I know that's now looking a bit unlikely. Quite unlikely.
1: People are Christmas shopping. They're busy. They're doing things. All right. Well, we're
2: hoping for a Christmas miracle because we would love sixty. If can you, you can.
0: say that Kay spent about the last ten minutes of this podcast
2: squatting <laughs> on her Sorry, seat? Hot. I told a you weird like, that jumper like, well, it's like I'd a, like be a, naked
0: like an elf squatting yeah. like, do you know what I mean like a, it's like interesting. a Christmas elf. I was a bit
2: uncomfortable in my seat because yeah. I need a booster seat to reach the mic right. so um did you not put the cushion on no I don't have cushions mm-hmm. so I'm having it's to quite
0: a, squat it's quite a kind of imposing it is scare. imposing and that's cause, clearly because
1: she's
2: li- talking to the people I on know, the ground and talking- she yeah. wants more reviews I'm, I'm talking Directly yeah. to you, Pod. Come on, Pops. Um If you want to and if you can, that would be amazing. So no, we, we do
1: really appreciate you listening, and we do really appreciate you reviewing. If you want to, let's go. We do.
2: So just pop on iTunes, write a review. We'll love you forever. Or if you want to tweet us at Boyd Hilton, at Steph Sealand, at Kay Ribeiro um, that would be fantastic. Good point. Well very well very
0: well made. Well made. We're going to be back next week's podcast. You know what we're doing next week? It's the Christmas TV we're going to be <laughs> oh reviewing. Gosh. We're going to be reviewing some of the so highlights of much. actual it's Christmas is what it is. television. Wow. And um, uh, let me just say thank you to Kay Ribeiro. (laughs) Thanks, Boyd. Steph Sealand. Thanks for staying It's a goodbye from me. It's a
2: goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. Bye. Bye.